2023 is an important election year for Louisiana. There will be open seats for four statewide elected positions. The most notable is governor. This week we begin a series of interviews with the candidates running for governor. To kick the series off, Twilight's Avery Davidson sat down with retired Secretary of Transportation, Sean Wilson. Kristen, it's great that all of the candidates for governor have agreed to come here on this week in Louisiana agriculture, and I'm so happy that we get to start it off with a good UL graduate from the Lafayette area. I'm talking about Dr. Sean Wilson, who is the retired Department of Transportation and Development Director, or Secretary, rather. Dr. Wilson, thank you so much for joining us on Twyla. Well, go Cajuns, and thank you, Avery. I'm excited to be here and uh, looking forward to the discussion. Well, obviously, your background for the last 16 years was at DOTD, eight years as the head. Tell me a little bit more about your background, where you got your doctorate and Absolutely. Else. So I'm originally from New Orleans, uh, but I moved there uh, from there in 1987 to go to USL uh, and graduated with a degree in urban and regional planning. Uh, met my wife there, uh, who's from Marksville, Louisiana, grew up right there in Hickory Hill, and uh, we decided to make Lafayette our home. So I've been in Lafayette since 1987. Uh, I have that degree from USL. Uh, and I also have a master's degree in public administration and a Ph.D. in public policy, both from Southern University and M College here in Baton Rouge. Um, you know, I will tell you, my background uh, has always been in public service. Uh, my first job was at the Planning Commission in Lafayette. Uh, my second job was at the university. Uh, I was the assistant dean of students. If you were in a fraternity or a sorority, you probably came to Dean Wilson's office. Um, and then my third job was at the Louisiana Surf Commission, where we did a number of projects around the state with AmeriCorps and Learning Serve America. Many of them were environmental. One of our signature programs was the Shreveport Green Program uh, in North Louisiana, where we planted thousands of trees all across the state of Louisiana, even in the wetlands. So my background uh, there took me to the governor's office with Governor Blanco, uh, a native of New Iberia, and a Koto, actually, uh, and been in her office for about four months and then moved over to the Department of Transportation. So I have a pretty long career at DOTD. Uh, I've worked there longer than any other place I've worked. Uh, and I started off as an executive. I was a confidential assistant to the secretary and then chief of staff, having worked under a Democratic governor, a Republican governor, and then a Democratic governor, uh, thought well enough of me and my service uh, to make me secretary. And it's been an honor to have uh, stepped away after seven years, uh, seven years and some months. And believe it or not, the tenure of being secretary is only three years. Wow. I was the ninth longest serving secretary in the country, uh, rose to be president of the National Association, uh, the first one from Louisiana. Uh, so much history there and lots of fun. So your time at DOTD obviously spills over into agriculture because infrastructure and the roadways are so important to our farmers and ranchers to get Absolutely. everything to market. How does that help you in your, your run for governor? How does that apply to your vision for Louisiana and agriculture? Great question. So the DOTD, the Department of Transportation and Development, is really the bridge uh, for infrastructure to economic prosperity for the state of Louisiana. At the core of that has to be our agricultural farming community. Uh, when you think about the 12,000 plus bridges we have, when you have a timber bridge that's using products that are grown here in Louisiana, or you have a bridge that you can no longer cross if you're moving soybeans, if you're moving cotton, if you're moving um, timber and wood chips, uh, if you're moving rice, guess what? That bridge, while it's load posted, is closed for our market. It's closed for the agricultural community, and that drives up prices. And so from an economic development standpoint, 
having a better infrastructure system makes farmers and uh, that community operate more efficiently and more affordably to get their products from the farm to the market. Um, we're still very agricultural as a state. Most of our state's rural. Uh, most of our state has lots of land mass that we can extract value from. It's going to interface with our transportation system. Same thing happens from a permitting perspective. Uh, they contribute to uh, helping pay for that. Uh, and we've had a long, wonderful relationship, not just with the uh, Farm Bureau community, but also with the individual associations, whether it's the rice farmers or the uh, timber growers. All of those different smaller groups all work very well with the department and have a very rich history. How is that going to play into your, your campaign and into oh, your plans tremendously. to be governor? So I will tell you, as a candidate for governor, I know firsthand the difficulties of what that industry is facing. I know where the margins are. I understand the impact that policies and procedures have. We've worked to resolve legislative differences. I also know that it's important to be an advocate to help grow that industry here in the state of Louisiana. So as governor, you have a voice in the halls of Congress uh, working with the uh, National Farm Bill and other types of initiatives in Washington to bring resources here to Louisiana. I also know firsthand that the natural disasters that we've seen have been devastating for a large number of our crops and farmers. We can then help uh, finance and fund resources to help them develop that and to recover from that and working with the Commission of Agriculture. Uh, the last thing I'll tell you is I think it's going to be important as a governor to be on the front end of how do you deploy technology? How do you deploy innovative solutions like how do you grow hemp and make it more profitable? How do you value the billions of dollars that are extracted from our agricultural land, our processing and our production process, uh, to be able to bring more jobs, to create more wealth, more value? And look, congratulations to Farm Bureau for helping sustain that industry with insurance and all of the practices and services that you provide for this community. Farming is no different than what we have in Louisiana. We got the forests, the food, the families, the fun, and we've got farming. I think it's important for us to think about it from a workforce perspective. How are we going to ensure that we maintain our reputation, we maintain our position as a leading agricultural uh, producing state? And so uh, as governor, I understand this business. I am not a farmer, but I grew up growing millitons and tomatoes and bell peppers with my grandmother. Uh, going into Lafayette, I learned a little bit more about the crawfish industry and what's happening. Of course, we all know what we get out of our water and what we get off of our land in terms of rice and corn and soybeans and the things that we ship. Pulling on my time as Secretary of Transportation, one of the things I'm most proud of is finally, after decades, we've deepened the river to 50 feet along the Mississippi River. It was myself and Governor Edwards that worked with the National Soybean Association that actually contributed to us because the vast majority of what they're going to ship has to come down the river. And if we can get larger vessels, bigger vessels to get into the global market, guess what? That's more that they can produce. Mm -hmm. That is applying practices of economic development and making sure our investments are real and meaningful uh, that we have not seen perhaps in a long time. And then last, I would tell you from an executive order standpoint, um, we know the urgency. We've changed rules around um, how do you haul hay for drought in Texas coming through Louisiana. We changed the laws to allow us to do that more efficiently. And so uh, I'm very sensitive to that as governor. I will continue to do that. Uh, and I'm very proud of the relationship that we've had thus far. Now, we also have to talk a little bit about the, the political side of this campaign. You were the lone Democrat so far to, to come out in this race. Oh, obviously, 
you have a very good chance of making the runoff. What's it going to take for you to get beyond just getting the 32 to 35 percent, which a, a Democrat can expect in the primary, and get you over that 50 percent mark in a runoff? Well, I think when you look at my qualifications and experiences, um, we are going to run the race that we have to run to get into the runoff. If anyone tells you that they know what the outcome of that runoff is going to be, they're probably being a little untruthful and gambling a little bit. Uh, but I think our path is very clear for us what we have to do. We have to continue to govern and be viewed as a bipartisan solution, because we have been. That's the kind of official, that's the kind of executive I've been, and that's exactly the kind of governor I'll be. I said in my opening video, I'll build bridges and not burn them. I want to build bridges across all of the divides of our state so that we all can cross to a more prosperous future for Louisiana. And I think that's going to resonate with citizens. We're going to put Louisiana first. We're going to not just invest in urban areas, but we're going to invest in rural areas. If you think about the success of what we've accomplished and what my record will show compared to others, our investments have been slightly tilted, believe it or not, to the rural communities. Look at the NFA Roads Project. Look at the Rural Bridge Project that we allocated $300 million for in my last year out of the bipartisan infrastructure law. Look at how we have invested in off-system bridges. You will see someone who's worked in rural communities all across the state of Louisiana. We've got 16,000 miles. I'm no stranger to those communities. Uh, it's been a very bipartisan approach for me, and it's been successful. We've done things. You know, I can show you a project right now this is heavy infrastructure, but the 3241 uh, corridor, it's a 30-plus mm -hmm. mile project that was there to benefit the timber industry, a large part of it, that's no longer there. That's struggling. We see the exodus in our rural communities. We understand if we build roads to bring businesses, we have an opportunity to restore that. And so that's going to be our path to victory is being bipartisan, being the most qualified and capable candidate, having demonstrated over 25 years of excellent service without the issue of... Uh, unethical behavior or challenges or not being able to work with people. Republicans, Democrats, independents, urban and rural. I've worked with mayors. I've worked with parish presidents. I've worked with DAs and police chiefs. I've worked with truck driving community. I've worked with farmers. I've worked with the sugarcane industry. I've worked with the timber haulers. You name it, we've got a successful relationship. Not one that we always agree, but one that we can always work toward a solution that's going to put Louisiana first. Oh, Dr. Wilson, I know that you are a raging Cajun who is definitely going to put everything into this race. Thank you so much well, for joining us. Thank you for having me, Avery. I appreciate it. If you'd like to watch this interview, you can find that in the show notes below. Also, if you'd like to hear other interviews with other candidates, stay tuned, subscribe. We will have more of those coming over the next few weeks. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.